3: Center of the galaxy. This is the Force Center podcast feed. I'm Ken Napsok. I'm Joseph Scrimshaw, and we are here live just outside Star Wars Celebration 2019, sir. That is right. We're at the Alulu Brewery. And it, it has beer. It has beer. It has drinks. It is a blue milk. Uh, alcoholic beverage prepared by Greedo, apparently, which I don't trust, but I'm having my second one. Thank you. Sorry about the mess. Ooh, sorry <laughs> about the mess, indeed. Uh, Joseph, as always, though, we do want to remind those listening and the audience here live at the Lulu Brewery that today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash center Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player, as we like to do a little bit later, we'll have our 4Center recommend an audiobook we think you should try out on us.
4: Yeah, that's right. And uh, we also want to say because of course we're we're having fun recording this at Star Wars Celebration with all the awesome uh, four Center fans here in the room, but uh, we're not exactly sure when we're going to release this. So I think it's important to note that we are recording this before we know anything about episode
3: 9. Absolutely. Yeah. Nothing is known about episode nine. I had one friend text me today what he thought what the title was, and I texted him back, I don't want to know. And then he wrote back, ah, it's just a rumor. So even no one knows anything <laughs> right about now. Uh, news is dropping. Uncle Bob Iger had a little yeah, Iger, Iger con con? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We heard that uh, the... F- the- Disney Plus is launching in 2020 and everyone freaked out, but then they mean fiscal year 2020, which means October 2019. I don't understand business. That's why I'm broke. Um... But well, that's pretty exciting stuff, too. So news is already flowing out by the yeah. time we're pressing record. Here.
4: Yeah, that's right. Uh, so I look forward to like looking back on this and seeing how just grievously wrong we can be <laughs> yeah, yeah. about absolutely everything. Yeah. Uh, of course, our partner for doing Force Center is the wonderful Jennifer Landa. She cannot be here this weekend, mm-hmm. but we did get a message from her. Whoa, a you... message A message uh, from the Holonet? Yeah. All yeah. right. Are you ready for your message from Jennifer Landa? Here we go. Yeah, yeah, and hello, friends. (laughs) I'm so sad I can't be here with you all tonight. A small human child will put a bounty on my head if I leave Los Angeles. So I must experience celebration from CouchCon. I hope you all have a magical time in Chicago. Enjoy tonight's show. And as the
3: Wookiees always say... That's beautiful. (laughs) That is exactly what Jennifer would have said if she was here, too. Yeah. yeah. the, the yeah. same noises,
4: too. And I, I hope the small child
3: is, is hers and not a I, random yeah. human child. <laughs> yeah. Putting That's a bounty sort of out on our good juggling. friend Jennifer Landa, that would be absolutely terrible. Uh, In her place shortly, we're going to have a very special guest joining us after our main topic that is uh, the wonderful Darina Ariano. You might have known her from Collider Live and just being awesome and snarky and just a favorite of ours. She's going to be on the show. Um, but uh, we are going to have a little bit of a main topic here. We figure, uh, Joseph, since episode nine is the supposed end of the Skywalker saga, we're going to yeah. celebrate the Skywalkers.
4: That's right. And uh, I just want to start by, by giving our parameters. So for yep. the sake of our discussion, here are the Skywalkers we're talking about. We got your Shmi.
3: I uh, like Shmi. Anakin. Good one. Luke. Heard of him? <laughs> <laughs> Leia's got that Skywalker blood. Technically, yes. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. Ben
4: has that Skywalker blood.
3: That's what we hear. Ben Solo, no
4: Skywalker name, <laughs> no Organa <laughs> name, only yeah. Solo. But he's got that Skywalker blood.
3: Yeah, and then Ray, right? Ray.
4: Well, we'll see. I mean, oh, we don't know tomorrow. Don't know. I'm sure that'll be. <laughs> <just laughs> <laughs> <laughs> That's the trailer. Tomorrow. The trailer will
3: just be tomorrow.
4: Will just be J.J. from saying, "I've decided to make her a Skywalker." <laughs> Fade in.
3: Fade in. Ray, we've got something to tell you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, good I, parameters.
4: Yeah. So I want to start, Ken, by asking you, when you just hear the word, the name Skywalker, what is the
3: first image that pops into your mind? You know, it is, it is, it is Luke Skywalker, black glove, green lightsaber, dressed in black, uh, whether it's on the sales, sail barge or just Jedi in general. It might be because of my first real experience with Star Wars, but you hear Skywalker, you hear hero... Standing tall, type of situation. Yeah, yeah. and you yeah.
4: see your your beloved return of the Jedi, Luke Skywalker.
3: Yeah, absolutely.
4: Yeah, yeah, awesome. Yeah, I, I think it's the same thing. I don't know if it's just like how much that image uh, is just kind of like it was such a huge image uh, when when we were youths. Yeah. of seeing particularly on the sail barge, mm-hmm. the the hair being blown gently by the wind, <laughs> a gentle heroic blowing of hair. Right. That beautiful green lightsaber. That is the main image, but but there is so much more to to uh, Skywalker. So I want to ask you, we've got all these uh, Skywalkers we've laid out. If you personally needed protection,
5: mm-hmm.
3: which Skywalker
4: would you choose to protect you?
3: You know what? It's it's Leia. Leia. Leia's the one that sticks through to the end. All these guys, one of the traits of the Skywalkers, and, and, and she's got, you know, just as much as Padme's blood, thank God, running through her, is... Uh, uh, and she got all that, plus I think Bale and Breha uh, Organa kind of instilled a lot of that into her. She she sticks around. She doesn't leave. She's going to she's gonna help. Not that the others don't, but I love, and it's, you know, I love
6: what happened to Luke.
3: That is bl- mind-blowing to me about that arc because that's true to, to a lot of what I think his, his character and what his father's character is and what Ben is, but I, I would stick with Leia. I'd stick with Leia would save me. Okay, I'm nice. Sure that. Nice.
4: Uh that that's really fun to picture because obviously uh many of these uh skywalkers they do a lot of fighting, but I like uh, picturing Leia just like coming over <laughs> to your place in the valley and not physically protecting you but just going like, "Ken, I've got some advice about how you should invest your money." Yeah, <laughs> which I need to protect you financially and I organizationally. Need I need that. Where's
3: where's Leia, CPA? Yeah. Uh, I hadn't
4: thought about it, but for myself, when you mentioned older Luke Skywalker, I Mm -hmm. think I would pick Luke Skywalker to to guard me, and it would be grumpy Luke Skywalker. Yeah, because for the most part, he'd hang out. We'd be, you know, he'd be fun to chat with, and he'd be like, "Yeah, if something goes down, I'm not going to protect you." And then when the moment came, he'd be like, "All right, right. I'll do a big old force push for you." (laughs) And my my grumpy uh, Luke would be knocking people over while you're changing the fate of the galaxy again, (laughs) just for you. Uh, What is your favorite Luke Skywalker moment?
3: Uh, my favorite Luke Skywalker moment. Um, I'm trying to think because I, 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 really do. You got to understand. I love the act of his self-sacrifice in in, in, in Last Jedi because he is not just the Obi Wan of the series. He's the Obi Wan of the galaxy. That's the point of it. And and. There's a lesson in the death of Obi Wan, and there's a lesson in the death. It's the mentor role in Star Wars. So that to me, I I love it. That's and, and I'm I am a ignite the green. Still Saunders and I we talk about like I wanted the Mecha Luke that Hello Greedo's <laughs> put out there, and I'm so I went through a journey, and at the end of that, that's 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 my moment. Yeah. Also, you know, Tashi Station for power converters. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many great ones to choose
4: from. A part of me wants to say uh, the the great speech on on the Death Star 2 where he says, I am a Jedi like my father before me and gives a little head nod as though Palpatine maybe doesn't remember who Luke Skywalker's father is. (laughs) He needs a little head nod, to remind, you know that guy, that guy who's lying down there missing a hand. That that Kid father? <laughs> no, no, no. That was not my father. Uh, yeah, but you know, for me, uh, if we're going to go older, Luke Skywalker moment, man, the the uh, every, every word you just said is wrong. Mm. Uh, the rebellion is reborn today. The war is just beginning, and I will not be the last Jedi. Mm-hmm. I get chills every time. I see that, hear that, think about it. Because to me, exactly what you're saying, uh, I think Last Jedi challenged our ideas Mm -hmm. in order to reaffirm them. And that, to me, just feels like uh, Luke Skywalker reaching through the screen and saying, you are validated in the... Thousands of dollars you spent on action figures of me—it <laughs> is right. You
3: should believe in me. Yeah. I
4: I want the legacy to continue. Please buy more action figures of me, which yeah. I'm going to do tomorrow. We already <laughs> have started that journey at
3: Star Wars Celebration. And Absolutely, it will continue. Absolutely. All right, so
4: let, let's talk about another Skywalker. I want to know your favorite Anakin Skywalker moment, and uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I do mean Anakin Skywalker. You mean Anakin? I do not mean Darth Vader, and I also don't mean. Anakin kind of losing his stuff. I
3: want a good noble, Anakin right. Skywalker moment. All right, it, it it is what I think connects to the core, and we might you know have a little conversation about Shmi. But uh, my favorite Anakin moment is him uh, deciding to help Qui Gon and enter the pod race. Um, you know, I've just been rereading the Phantom Menace novel by by Terry Brooks, and and it starts with his crash, and and. You know, crashing the the pod race and, and and the Pod Racers destroyed and and all this kind of stuff. And then you know he knows the risk, he knows the damage. And and I think on the Death Star, and Return of the Jedi, that moment connects back to Phantom Menace, Anakin, because you you know the Prodigal Son returns often, and it's your your what's deep inside. And I think. When he tells his mom you know like you know you you, you know you say the big problem with the world is you know people don't want to help each other that's that's noble yeah seven seven year old kid in story you know not or nine in story seven as an actor that that was yeah. to me a great moment
4: so you feel he hit his uh nobility height at nine <laughs> it was a lo it was a yeah
3: and and even right after that when he shoots mace that that look genetic <laughs> <laughs> what For our podcast see? listeners,
4: Ken yeah. made a very funny face. Please believe
3: it. Yes. When Mason what do you see? I see a ship, a cup, of ship, a speeder.
4: Asshole.
3: <laughs> what do you see? Yeah. yeah, what do you see? Oh,
4: I'm sorry, I'm a little cold. I'm from a desert planet. Yeah, yeah. Get off my back. Give you me a cold. sweater, you cold bastards. Yeah.
3: <laughs> it's, like, it's like the force 4 a crew going to Chicago. Like, come
5: on. <laughs>
4: Uh, yeah, I think there are probably many I could pick out in the Clone Wars animated series, but I do appreciate yeah. in the beginning of Revenge of the Sith how much we do get to see that that bit of the the real noble Anakin who who knows that maybe he's wrestling with some things, but he's trying so hard to be a good person who's there for others. Yeah. So strangely, when I think of the most noble moment for Anakin Skywalker, it's when he is carrying Obi-Wan Kenobi slung over his shoulder, right. and he's not going oh. to let
3: Obi-Wan go. I think that's a great moment because when when he tells, you know, Palpatine, his fate will be the same as ours. Like, yeah, uh, you know, Palpatine's got to know. All right, he's 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 got that in him still. And Palpatine's always aware. Yeah, yeah, uh, I love that moment.
4: It's a beautiful moment and just full of Obi Wan Kenobi butts. So what could be wrong, <laughs> wrong with that? We're going to talk about Leia. So she yeah. has the heritage of the of Padme, obviously, mm. and then I think the Organas raised her very much in. The spirit that Padme would have wanted, and in in some of the traditions, Mm -hmm. so sometimes we really see her that way. Mm
3: -hmm. But what Skywalker traits do you see or like in Leia? Look, uh, you know, we especially see it Anakin, even in the Clone Wars, when you get to spend more time with that character. She, Anakin, has got that sense of humor. Uh, He's little, he's a little, you know, snippy, ironically, Um, and 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 snarky. Looking at you, Darina. And uh, <laughs> I think some of uh, her humor, getting the garbage chute flyboy, is kind of an Anakin line to me. You know? Yeah. Like, other than, you know, Kylo Yellen traitor and Anakin Yellen trader, that connection too. But I think that, I see that in her. The action, the getting into action, she's not afraid to do things, yes. But I think, uh, you know, she's funny. And just like, you know, Governor Tarkin, you know, Spelled your foul stench when I was brought on board. Like I think Anakin would have said that at some point.
4: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that nobility. But I think every once in a while, I do almost hear a little bit of Anakin's anger in her. Yes, uh, you know, and obviously the Star Wars story is like too much anger. That's the whole dark side murdering people, not good. But you know, best. in the real world, anger is a normal, healthy emotion. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you know, like her lying, yelling at Han in Empire Strikes Back of that I am not a committee. I can hear right. Hayden Christensen delivering that line <laughs> of saying, I am not a committee.
3: I am not a committee.
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah so I, yeah. I like seeing that connection uh, between the two of them. Let's talk about Ben Solo slash Kylo Ren. Do oh, you think yeah. of him
5: mm-hmm.
4: as more of a Skywalker or Solo when you're just sitting around in your underwear thinking about Ben Solo?
3: That's, that's going to be tonight. <laughs>
4: I'm glad we're sharing a hotel room, my friend. Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
0: Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary.
4: Think of him as, but seriously, uh, do you think of him as more of a solo or a Skywalker? The movies have kind of really put forward the he's mm-hmm. Han's son and really played up that.
3: Uh, I think there's some there. The the running away from who you might be is definitely Han. Um, <laughs> uh, I think a lot of uh, Leia in there too. But like, uh, I. I really do think uh, it's positioned to be a lot of his grandfather in him um, and that that's true. I mean, you know I just my grandfather just passed recently, and I could tell you up until the end he was stubborn and and I, I go oh that's that's where I get it, you know that's yeah. where I get it so I, I do think of him a little more of a skywalker,
4: yeah, okay. Uh I obviously love the fact that he likes to spin his ship. I think that was a lovely detail. Oh yes. That was put into the last Jedi uh that he likes to spin. I right. think I, I I like the the focus of him as a solo because it does bring like Han into the fold and like you're saying there's so much oh, yeah. great uh, emotional canon of mm-hmm. the well maybe I want to be here no I don't. Maybe yeah. I don't want to be here. Uh but I feel like to me it's like one of the most Skywalker traits to him is just that he is conflicted and like mm-hmm. that's practically how we get introduced to the character yeah that he is all about that conflict and that idea that great uh, twist that he is being pulled to the light and feel like right wh- whichever Skywalker you
3: get they're always going to be like ah oh, man that's I'm being pulled somewhere that's what I love about the throne room scene in, in Jedi that is Kylo Ben making a choice yeah <laughs> the, uh, of of that pool. So, yeah, I, I think that's good. Okay. yeah. And now,
4: we might see this next question answered immediately uh, in the episode 9 trailer. Do you think Ben should get his hand cut off in deference to family <laughs> tradition?
3: Yeah, absolutely. I think the trailer should start that way. Oh, <laughs> just like that's it. Fade in. <laughs> yeah, that
4: should be good. Do you want... Do you have a, like any vision of how you might want it to happen? Do you want it to just be an accident? <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. Uh, uh, I want it to be like a force haunting from Luke and <laughs> and, and, and Anakin. Uh, no, I think in uh, Raid, Take It Off is interesting. You know, battle. But maybe there's some parallels. You know, I'm, I'm still believing. It's, a, it's so weird. We're recording this and hours from now we'll maybe have a hint of things that's blowing my yeah. mind. Um, I, 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 I still see a final confrontation between him and Rey, and I, I, I could see him losing a limb. Okay, That's cool. Part of, part of the fun of Star Wars, right? Yeah, yeah.
4: I have a slightly deeper question okay. than limb cutting off. So, however, Anakin was created, obviously it's been floated out there, and there's like non canon stuff that right. books that play with it more, but we don't truly know exactly how Anakin was created, just yep. implied. Yep. Do you think that Shmi was random, or do you think Shmi was chosen? To become pregnant with the chosen one,
3: the chosen one um, depends depends on how much the Force had to say in it. The Force always seems to you have know? a lot to say. Has Never really clear. Never on their clear. will, But yeah, uh, I think so. I I mean, I I love the idea of Palpatine and, and even Plagueis uh, having something to do with it. Uh, the comic, so funny when everyone jumped on that, and and Lucasfilm people had to say it wasn't what the intention was. It was uh, you know still up in the air. Um, I don't think they would have chosen Shmi, Palpatine, or Plagueis would have been like looking through a Rolodex. Who did you date in high school on Naboo? <laughs> like, uh, um So I think the Force had something to do with it.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's interesting. Yeah. Because if it is, you're right, they're, they're not, I think if it is a random thing, mm-hmm. obviously if it is uh, uh, Plagueis and uh, Palpatine, they'd be like. A little bummed that they got such an incredibly wonderful person. <laughs> yeah. I like, think that's what was interesting to me about talking about this is mm-hmm. we don't talk about Shmi as much, especially like as a Skywalker. But um, she, I just rewatched Phantom Menace with her life, and Shmi is just so great. Like Shmi mm-hmm. is holding on to like some of I think Lucas's deepest ideas about. How the what Star Wars is, Mm -hmm. and about how you have to be willing to let things go to find any level of peace, and to see that Shmi is like a very proactive person who has plans, and opinions, and ideas, but also is like, and also you should just let go, and like this very very peaceful, loving version of strength,
3: which comes across to me in the movie. You're, You're you're preaching some gospel there. Lucas warns of attachment and all those things. We see what that happens. I think one of the strongest hero moments in Star Wars is a mother knowing that she has to let her kid walk away for the greater good. That's so tough. And also, by the way, the Jedi going around gathering kids at three, we should, that's come on. <laughs> Wait till they graduate high school or something. But you know, like I, I think that moment, it got me in the trailer when I was, you know, watching at 99. Uh, you know, what does your heart tell you? Like, Oh my God. And, and we know what happens. and, and, and going back and looking at Phantom Menace, especially 20 years later, I, th- I think there's so much to the character of Shmi that we don't talk about.
4: Yeah, yeah. So I have one more Shmi question. Yay! Since every other Skywalker is in it, should Shmi be added to Battlefront?
3: Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. But like, she, you just, it's like, is it like a mission or a, what's her, if she's a character, she's got to have special oh, she, powers.
4: She, she fights in Heroes vs. Villains, for sure. She, she has... Tinkers,
3: She has special abilities, for sure. She tinkers. She makes you sit down for dinner. Yeah.
4: (laughs) I think maybe she's got like a calming gesture where she can walk up to people and she's like, really? Just calm down. You know, you can't stop the change. You can't stop the change. (laughs) Yeah. That's that's the moment. Yeah. She would also have a satchel of mushrooms that she picked from the moisture evaporators. Oh, that's right. And she
3: would throw them with deadly accuracy and murder people with mushrooms. Can we just have in the background Jack Thompson? I'm Clegg Lars. (laughs) That's all he says.
4: Yeah, that would be Schmace so great. Schmee's my wife.
3: Good for her. Yeah.
4: If, if you played as Schmee, but he was a sort of like escort character who was always just riding around. <laughs> yes. Good job. Nice throw, honey. The yeah. time I found her was too late. Try harder. <laughs> uh, 30 of us went out. Four of <laughs> us came back. Have I told you this story before? I got it down pat. <laughs> Shut
3: up, Kleeg.
4: <laughs> All right. Here is my final question okay. in our Skywalker celebration.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: If...
4: Uh, Ray were to be given the name of Skywalker, either offered it uh, by L- uh, Luke or Leia in some way, or mm-hmm. just decided to kind of adopt it, take the mantle. It's a, such a theme in Star Wars of found family. What, what to you would the would the name mean? If it is that this is the tale of the Skywalker's, Kylo Ren has the blood, mm-hmm. but Ray has truly adopted the mantle of what is best about all the Skywalkers. What would that what would that mean to
3: you? Star Wars Episode Nine: What if we were the Skywalker's we were th- along the way? Like what if something <laughs> weird like that? Uh, I love the idea. It's not necessarily my favorite idea. My favorite idea is Ray is no one. But but I, I you know whether or not something gets added to that, I'm I'm fine with seeing where they go. Yeah, and I'm not uh, even talking about blood. I'm just saying, no, yeah, it's just, just in name. But if but but tops in terms of the like a, we call the adopting the name thing. I love that idea if they play it out right. I, I love it. It would be weird. I get I get. it would be weird. We're focusing on Kylo. We're focusing on the blood and the legacy. But I, I, I like the idea of, you know, <laughs> in a way, it's like you earned it. Yeah. Old, you know, emo over there didn't. And I yeah. love Kylo's like my favorite sequel character. But like, yeah, I want them, to, I want there to be a loss for him on a lot of levels, whether yeah. or not he's redeemed or not, or does something at a final act that makes him. Save some people, I, I want them the cost could be even this legacy, yeah, and I think she would earn it if yeah. that's the way they go yeah, I don't know if they'll go it that way I don't know. Yeah. again, we might by the time we release
4: this episode and i'm also I, I, uh, I'm going to take our own advice and speculate responsibly, and Let's if they do don't it. do that, sure it's available,'ll not be upset, but I do really like the idea that there's so much in Star Wars that is about destiny. This right. is just going to happen, but you always on the other side have choice, and you mm-hmm. always have your choice of how you respond to destiny, so to me, it's so cool that like Kylo could be the destiny side of Skywalker. He's got the blood. He's going to have to decide how to use his force powers. And then you would have Rey who just symbolizes the choice. I'm going to choose to take the Skywalker name. I'm going to have to choose Mm -hmm. what the Skywalker name means to me.
3: I love that. The idea that the, the, the choice to be better is something that's key to Luke. Yeah. Uh, and that even he has to remind himself constantly, you know, and I think that, that uh, her, her choice to go that way would be interesting. If they if they do it right, if they yeah. do it that way, I'm on board.
5: Yeah. I'm on so board.
3: I'm gonna,
4: Ken, I'm going to close with one more yeah. question to you. Yeah. So Skywalker just is a name. You forget the blood. You forget the inherent ability to control and use the Force.
3: Mm-hmm. What does just the name mean after all of these people... Have used it. It means a a complicated, complicated center of the saga. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) You're describing them like a candy bar. It is (laughs) juicy nougat. Skywalkers. (laughs) It is uh, the Skywalkers are 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 the driving force uh, both ways, good and bad and uh, it's going to be sad to see them go, but I'm ready for new things. But I think they are yeah. the, they are the center of the galaxy for That's a great. reason. That's great.
4: The center of the galaxy. Yeah. Nobility, strength, strength, choice, chewy nugget, <laughs> chewy the nugget. Skywalkers. <laughs> uh,
3: All right, so that is our main topic, and yes. you
4: are going to take over.
3: I'm going to take over uh, as we uh, get our guest over. We're going to do, though, what we always do, which is uh, A Force center recommends an audiobook we think you should try out. And actually, what is our choice for the day? Joseph? It is
4: Master and Apprentice by Claudia Gray. Oh, yeah. yeah. Big applause yeah. for Claudia Gray. Yeah. Uh,
3: I've not had the chance to dive in yet. You have? Yeah, if, yeah. You
4: like the, if you like the Force and the Destiny and the Jedi, oh, you're in for a treat. Uh, so I say people should go listen to that.
3: Absolutely, and to uh, download your free audiobook today Go to audiblechild.com slash 4Center Again, that's audiblechild.com slash 4Center For your free audiobook. And now we're going to bring our special guest up right now To get into a new segment Please welcome to the show our live audience Dorina Ariano. Yeah. Yeah. Dorina, Dorina How are you?
7: You always, you never roll your R's properly.
3: I'm learning. You're teaching me. Do- Dorina. 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 Ariano. Dorina.
7: Good job, Joseph.
3: I'm yeah, trying. You got it. Yeah. How's uh, it going, guys? It's good. How are you? Welcome to Four Center. Hi, you've never, good. you've. This is your Four Center I debut. Think
7: so, yeah. I've known these guys for a while, and I've been on other shows with them, but never on this one. You were, so, you were so the... like, so I'm replacing yeah. the lovely. Can't replace Jennifer because yeah. she's awesome. But yeah, but no, I'm super excited to be here in Chicago and Star yeah. Wars Celebration. This is like my fourth or fifth one. Yeah, and excited to be with you guys. You yeah. are,
3: you're like a connective glue to a lot of nerd friends. There's yes. a lot of people who we now know because of you. They now know us because. Of, yes. of you, but you're a nerd.
7: I am the, the nerd glue. You're a nerd, you're
3: nerd <laughs> yes. true and true. right?
7: Right. I, I know all the nerds.
3: You yeah. know, nerds <laughs> you know all favorite. the nerds. Yeah. Doesn't want to identify as nerds. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so we're going to do, we got a couple segments here, and we've got, uh, right now we're going to do a mini Star Wars Ranked, which is uh, one of the shows we have on the feed. Hope a lot of you enjoy it. I'm choking on my blue milk. <laughs> <laughs> I shall rank that ah. as the best. I should do it like, like, like a thalassire in green milk. <sighs> Still, one of my favorite scenes that I argue with people over. You're missing the depth in that moment. Um, we're going to do a Star Wars Rank. We each have three topics, as, you, as, as we often do on Star Wars Rank. Uh, we have a topic. We have things to support that topic. Get it, got it, good. Here we go. Today's topic, follow along. It's favorite background quote. Now, this means as often as we do on Star Wars Ranked, there's a reason, but there's, there's a meaning, but there's also like a, a floaty little way. Um, there's quotes that we know in Star Wars that are big and famous, and may the force be with you, and Piosa. Uh, no, that one. <laughs> that one, uh, There's a lot of big famous quotes, right? We all know them. We all have our favorite ones. But we love, if you're a Star Wars fan, like on a certain level, that playground story I'm talking about, you connect Over sometimes the silliest little quotes, and you use them in your normal conversations, use them all the time. So uh, we each have three on our list. Uh, We'll go, um, we'll start with uh, Joseph with your number three, and we'll dive into our Star Wars ranked favorite background quotes.
4: Okay, so this is my first one, and it is literally kind of a background. I know not all of them are going to be literally background. Some of them
3: are going to be literally (laughs) Yeah, but this
4: one's kind of literally background, and and to me, in some ways, it is the original background line. Yeah. Yeah, some of the other guys were telling me about it. They say it's uh, it's quite a thing to see. <laughs> this is, of course, uh, when Obi Wan is turning off the uh, the controls for the tractor beam, and the, and this is our first really glimpse into Stormtroopers. Are you
7: making this up? No, <laughs>
4: no. This is a great thing about it because if you're really Does anyone
7: inve- remember this?
4: <laughs> yeah, we got people remember
3: it. Yeah, 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 yeah.
4: This is the great thing about it. If you're invested in the scene, if you're just like, is Obi-Wan going to get caught? Is he going to be able to turn it off? Is it all going to work out? You don't really notice oh, that these just right. these just guys remember. working just right. kind of crappy day jobs are just, like, <laughs> talking about the new equipment. Yeah. That It's like if you're... I used to work at Kinko's, and it's like somebody going, like, do you see the DocuTech 135? Yeah. Like, yeah, 55 copies a minute. Yeah. Like, I love it. Quite a thing to see. Yeah. It's just... It's so mundane, and, like...
7: A new it's like the, the Death star Pep boys or something <laughs> like that. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly.
4: <laughs> exactly. So I, that's uh that's my number. Three. I love
3: I love the one because now it's it, it's it's what do they say the T14s and then T15s, right? The T15s, G-15s, T16s, yeah. T16s. So and now it all
4: through Rogue 1 and so on. Yeah, yeah,
3: and 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 David Collins and Sam Whitworth, now I think they 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 it's a running bit that they're, they kind of work on together. Um, so I love that. It's, it's a, I love running jokes, and yeah. I love traditions, and I love, you know, one of my favorite things in Rogue One is that stormtrooper with his hands on his knees just kind of like, when's my shift in? Yeah. Uh, That's <sighs> a
4: guy who could use to see a T-16 and have yeah. his day.
3: <laughs> Brightened <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I absolutely love that. All
4: it's right. also one that you can work into your day-to-day life. <laughs> yep. I'm like just saying, it's quite a thing to see.
3: It's quite a, it's quite a thing to say. Quite a thing to see. Uh, uh, Dorina, uh, we're going to go with your number three.
7: Um, So this is actually from my favorite Star Wars movie, which is really easy. It's Empire, obviously. Okay. Uh, But um, thank you, that one guy. Um,
3: It doesn't have a lot of fans, (laughs) Empire.
7: No, no. So it's when Leia is doing her whole spiel uh, before the Battle of Hoth. And there's that one guy that's like my favorite actor in all of Star Wars saga (laughs) that delivers the line the, the most monotone way. And he just basically says... Two fighters against a star
5: destroyer, <laughs>
7: <laughs> and it's so lame, and I love it. That it's is like my favorite thing. That is yeah. that
3: is Derek Hobby Clivian. Is Correct the, is the fighter. Yeah, that's yeah. Uh, well, that's
7: how you say it because yeah. I was like Hobby, Hobie. Yeah, hobby. Okay. he's Maybe very hobby. sleepy
3: that day. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, like,
7: are you? Do you mean we have to go to war right now? I just <laughs> yeah. took a nap. <laughs> this is the time for my. I just had second breakfast with the hobbits over there. Yeah. It's,
3: it's so it's so lackadaisical, but there's a lot of force behind it. Just two fighters against a Star Destroyer. <laughs> like he's bored, but uh, this yeah. doesn't sound good. Yeah. It's, like, it's like he
7: goes to the Mean Girls school with like yeah. Regina George. He's like, "How dare you!"
3: And I love that Leia's just like, "I got no time for you. Yeah. Get out there!" Yeah, like out if there. you would let
4: me finish, I was about <laughs> to tell you the rest <laughs> of the plan. But that's
7: Hobby. what I love about it because she just she doesn't even acknowledge him. She yeah. just she just looks at him and just starts. Just she's like, "I'm going to ignore <laughs> you and explain why this is a good idea. Shut up uh, and do I, your job."
3: <laughs> I do not know who portrayed Hobby, but I you know that guy is just I got my lines and I'm, he's just like waiting like. To, Two Fighters Against the starter store. Yeah.
4: He's like, I got my audition for Doctor Who in 20 minutes. Can you let me go? <laughs> yeah.
3: Uh, that's great. I love that. That's an excellent choice. Perfect for this list. My, my number three is probably the thing that started this list. Uh, Joseph and I were talking about doing this list for a while. We thought this would be a perfect place to do it. It comes from a little film called Rogue One, A Star Wars Story, after Jyn Erso gives her passionate appeal, appeal to Mon Mothma and everyone. You guys know it.
1: What is she proposing?
3: Were you not listening to what the lady was saying to your bosses? Just imagine doing that in a conference call. Imagine doing that at like a business meeting. Your boss is like, all right, we need to we need to go down doing it. What is he proposing? I love it. That we, is my moment. We don't see the person,
4: so they could have come in late, maybe. Just <laughs> run in. I'm sorry I'm late. <laughs> he's
3: just, he's not, what, what is she oh, proposing? Yeah. yeah. I,
4: know. I love that in the Rogue One novelization, they established that that meeting has been going on for hours. Hours! That's so that's that guy's guy. been listening this whole time. She's, like, laying out this whole plan. <laughs> it's like,
3: it was like me at business meetings at Collider when I worked there. I was like,
7: what are, we, are we shooting what? I don't <laughs> That's literally every time I'm on Before Jedi Council. You're yeah, just right. not paying attention at all. God damn it, Ken. <laughs>
4: two a... commentators against yes. the whole internet? <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's a shirt. We need to... Brian, make that shirt. All right, that is my number three. Uh, Joseph, we'll go with your number two.
4: My number two is from a film called The Phantom Menace. And it is a greeting that I heard many, many times watching The Phantom Menace, and it never stuck uh, with me until recently and has become a favorite. And it's... Hello, boyos. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Jar Jar line, and he, uh, he, uh, he turns around, and he, he sees the collection of astromech droids, and he never, I don't think he ever, I could be wrong, but I don't think he ever calls anyone else boyos. No, I don't know if that's the Gungan word for droids, or if there's just something about them that just brought <laughs> out w- the, Hello, boyos. It's just, it's so friendly, it's so open, it's so great.
7: I want to see how you spelled it. Uh, B O Y O S.
4: Boy okay. with an O
7: and S. Boyos. Okay. I'm gonna call you guys that from now on. Every yeah. time I see you, I'm gonna be like, "What's up, Boyos?" Yeah, absolutely. That's it's really so nice. nice.
4: If you could do a full "Hello, Boyos," that no, would be can great. Can
7: do it in Spanish? Yeah, please.
3: please. O- hola,
7: Boyos. <laughs> yeah. Perfect.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> perfect, perfect. That's a great number two, perfect as well, and can be used can be used in conversation at parties and everywhere. Yeah. Absolutely, uh, Dorita. What is your number two? So
7: mine. This isn't this isn't so much background as it's my favorite quote from all of the prequels. Because as some of you know, I'm not a huge fan of the prequels, so I try to look at the positive sides of it. And it's in uh, Attack of the Clones when um, Obi Wan is uh, being sold some death sticks. Mm-hmm. that's my favorite and it's just the delivery of it, you know, like where well, how do you say his name? It's Elan Celsabagno I don't know. Elan I just read everything in Spanish. I apologize. No, but it's
4: it's, um, it's you, uh, it, yeah, it's Sleaze Begano. This Celsabagno thing was somebody coming through and going like I can't So accept. how do you actually
7: say Elan?
4: Uh, yeah. I'm just yeah. I just read it Elon Elan And this okay. th- this trying to make it different. It's Sleesbegano. George Lucas <laughs> made a choice. Yeah. This man's name is vegano. <laughs> He has to live with that. So
7: we're retconning the cell. Yeah. The SEL part. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just love the delivery, the delivery of it where he's yeah. just like, hey, want to buy some some sticks? Because, <laughs> like, how do you say no to that? Because, first of all, <laughs> what you know, if you, I'm, if somebody's asking me that, I'm like, okay, well, I don't know what those are, but I'm intrigued. So, yeah. Like my sticks. Bu- like, if I'm a Jedi, I'm not going to be like, oh, no, you're tricking me. I'm going to be like, wait, 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 wait. Tell me more about these death sticks. <laughs> well,
3: it's because you're a goth. So <laughs> you're like, my favorite thing in stick form?
7: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: exactly. Great. So this
7: is
4: this is less about you liking the line and you really want some Death Sticks.
7: Yeah, well, what I want to know what they are. What are they? We're,
3: we're, I'm, we'll find some. Okay. I'm sure. I just love the picture you of you watching that film and just being like, "Yes, me." Sticks
7: yeah. Do you think sticks. they have a merch booth at Celebration that sells those? Oh, <laughs> uh, they have. They
3: not marketed that. They they need those George Lucas flannels they finally released yeah. in Death Sticks. Do they have some? Yeah. Oh, man. Aww.
7: It's like the corner goth booth.
3: Yeah. That's <laughs> uh, a great choice for number two. And perfect. It's one of those little things. Uh, my number two comes from The Last Jedi on Canto Bight. I love Finn. I love John Boyega. I think John Boyega's joy for being in Star Wars just emanates off the screen. And one of my favorite moments is in the end of the Father Air sequence, which I admit is, is actually not one of my favorite sequences in the movie, but I just love the end of the chase. I love the Father Airs, but when they're heading back towards their ship and then the police... Cantobite, bite, blow it up, and he just goes, Oh, come on! Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just like, of all the crazy things that happen to Star Wars characters in the movies, like, he's the first to be like, No!
4: We were gonna get out of the trouble there!
3: It should it have up. been Anakin's response to
4: having his limbs cut off by <laughs> Obi Wan. <laughs> oh, come, oh, come on. on! I hate you! <laughs> I was about to do something with those limbs.
7: Come on, boyos. <laughs>
3: Perfect. Come on,
4: boyos want to buy some Disney.
3: All right, so, so uh, that is uh, that is uh, my number two, which we'll go to uh, my number one. So I can end with the guest uh, number one. All ones. right, my number one comes from Return of the Jedi, and it's 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 from Luke Skywalker. So I think it's a known line, but I have used it the most in my life, particularly with some friends. One particular moment stands out, and that is as uh, Jabba's had it with all these, you've killed my pet, Rancor, Malak crying. They're taking him off and just Luke saying, that's the last mistake you'll ever make. It's just so like, what are you like? And then he, <laughs> he goes and just kicks everyone's ass by himself. I love it. Um, and I, In high school, there was the greatest Star Wars nerd moment. Me and my good friend, Mark Hoxett, big Star Wars fan at the time, and and, and we're going two separate ways at, after, at the end of lunch, and there's a crowd of students. And he's kind of being pushed this way, and I'm kind of being pushed this way. And we just make eye contact, and he just goes, that's the last mistake you'll ever make. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, that's perfect. And that's what Star Wars does. It just takes it over. So that's my number one.
4: I, uh, yeah, I, lo- I love that because it is it is... Uh, just like the spirit of the Jedi way of like, I've warned you five
3: times. Given you every answer. Now, death. <laughs> death <laughs> for it's all. also
7: after the saddest moment in Star Wars, personally, for me, because I was very sad when the Rancor died. Weren't you guys?
3: Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. It, I mean, how, uh, Ula, Ula, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, just like Malakili sells it, man. Those yeah. tears. Yeah. Those tears.
5: Yeah.
3: Uh, which but it looks like me with a towel on my head after a shower. It's no more. <laughs> Why Uh, do showers make you weep? (laughs) I hate being clean. (laughs) Too many many mirrors in the bathroom.
7: And thinking about Ben Solo. (laughs) uh, uh,
3: Joseph, we'll go with your number one, so we'll close with Darina. Uh, Uh, Yeah, yeah. Is it
4: okay if I share uh, a runner-up?
3: Oh, yeah. Oh, I totally forgot. We got some runner-ups. Go for it. Go for it. yeah, yeah.
4: Uh, One of my runners-up is uh, is from General Grievous uh, when he says, I'm going to take you to a volcanic planet. You'll be safe there. (laughs) (laughs) just just. very quick, like yes and the response is safe (laughs) Safe. it's so so great General Grievous really doesn't get how dangerous uh, things are Uh, another runner up is uh, the Palpatine line of I've waited a long time for this moment my little green (laughs) friend I'm working on my insults Uh, Little green friend isn't very good. It's mostly just passive-aggressive, really. I mean, it's basically a description of you, and clearly we are not friends, so there's a level of irony, but... I
3: just have a... a, a Yeah,
7: like, if I was Yoda, I'd be like, what do you got against green people, dude?
3: Come on. I just like the image of of the one-point Chancellor Palpatine and Master Yoda had, like, a nice lunch at the (laughs) Coruscant. cafeteria like our <laughs> friends I thought we were like <laughs> it was a good lunch
4: <laughs> they used to be friends oh uh, so those are uh, those are my runners up yeah. uh, but I had to go with for my number one let's throw our weight at those Star Destroyers and start probing that shield
3: <laughs> yes because Star Wars should always be a little sexual <laughs> <laughs>
4: Stay on I, I mean, target. Like, I, yeah, I, yeah, stay on target. They came from behind. Yeah, we know, we know. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, but it's it's such a great line because I, I love Raddus. I know Raddus is a huge yeah. favorite for you, Ken. Uh, but but I love Raddus because he is so proactive and this line is proactive. Like, yeah, let's get it. And when he starts, we're like, let's throw our weight at those Star Destroyers. You're like, yeah, you're a badass. You're the best ever. Do what to the shields? Yeah. And, the, <laughs> and the sentence takes Probit? this fascinating turn. I don't even know what that means, sort of. Tactically, like uh, Radis, what does that mean? <laughs> Just <Blink>. boom, <laughs> yeah, No, it's still there. It's still there. Uh,
3: I, uh, I guess shoot the shield, maybe. <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe. Oh, 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 we got. Oh, oh, we're okay. switching to warp oh. drive. Paul oh. will switch it back. Um, I, I like. Uh, I like that. Maybe like Blue Squadron. That's what they thought when the two guys crashed into it. <laughs> oh, I think you said probing. <laughs> softer probing. Softer
5: probing. Man.
3: Love that. Yeah. Great choice. So good. So good.
7: Um, so mine is also Palpatine, as he was mentioned earlier, uh, from Revenge of the Sith. Um, it's actually a really big moment when uh, Anakin kills Dooku. And mm. and he's kind of, you know, Anakin's like, that's not the Jedi way. Like, what you, what did I just do? And I'm like, you idiot, you just killed someone, right? But um, Palpatine just very nonchalantly says, oh, it is only natural. He cut off your arm and you wanted revenge. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> As if like Anakin's supposed to be fine. Like if I Anakin, I'm like, oh, you're right. Cool man.
5: <laughs> it's so weird. Yeah. yeah. But he also says it as
7: we're like, oh, it's fine, dude. Yeah, like does. that's that's like he doesn't even say it in like the the mean Palpatine scary no, voice. Just, yeah. It's just like oh, he just it's, he just cut off your arm, dude. I've, it's 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 fine. Yeah. He was
4: like, it's Taco Tuesday. Yeah. It's, yeah. You cut off his head. Yeah. It's Taco Tuesday. It happens. Yeah. yeah it's I lo- so yeah. weird.
3: I-, I love that it, in that moment too. Duku's silent look is like, oh, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Great choice. Did you have any runner-ups, uh,
7: Um, I mean, well, sort of a runner-up, but um, Phantom Menace, when Anakin asks uh, Qui-Gon, uh, when he's like, I've been wondering, what are midi-chlorians? Because, yeah, I know. I know all of the, that's, that's what got you guys to, to do the grunt, right? No, because, it's funny because we were all wondering, right? And he's asking this, and then after Qui-Gon explains that, he just goes... I don't understand, <laughs> and I feel like that was the entire audience, right?
3: Yeah,
5: because
7: we're yeah, like, no, why did was... this just happen? We're yeah. super confused as fans. I, okay.
4: th- the delivery of that does make it feel like you're gonna like hear the flicker of like an old time projection screen, <laughs> and you're gonna get it. So, what are midi chlorians? <laughs> did it, did it. You're old enough to know now, yeah. and it's a touchy subject.
7: Yeah, it's like Captain America's gonna show up, you know, yeah. in front of the commercial. Qui Gon's like...
3: gonna turn that chair around background, backwards and sit down. That's awesome. Explain that's, the midi up I, uh, I have, uh, my runner-ups, uh, I, I, there's so many to choose from, but, but, um, I do like, going back to Raddus, it's, it's a good moment, but I love, love the, the Hammer, Hammerhead Corvette line, because he's just like, in the middle of war, I have an idea, <laughs> like, it's just like, he's on it there so much, and I love Palpatine in Return of the Jedi, but also in *Revenge of the Sith*, Lucas has some Star Wars poetry, and it's his character that he that he loves saying, "Leave us" to like the people around him and like the gods Leave us at Slymore. Leave us. Okay, they're just so used to Palpatine, just like get out. Can we have the room? I love that too. I also,
7: because I'm obviously have a dirty mind, I love when they say, "There's an awful lot of moisture in there." That's okay, like the that's
3: a one. Yeah, that's, that's a, good a one. one.
7: Yeah. See, you, everyone likes it. You came, yeah.
3: in, you came in that thing. You're braver than yeah. I thought. We get it. Leia, Leia. Lay- yeah. No, that's yep, You want this, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> the unintended ones are even better. Yeah. Um, Alright, that is Star Wars ranked for this main show. We're going to move on to Star Wars Counseling with the one and only Joseph Scrimshaw.
4: Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, so, for people listening, we had the live audience fill out forms. We got some names, we got some grievances, we got some more flying at the table. Uh, so, we went through these uh, quickly before the show, and there are a bunch of great ones, so uh, we'll try to get to some of these on uh, other episodes of Star Wars Counseling, but we're just going to do a few here tonight. Uh, if people have are not familiar with Star Wars Counseling, we ask for grievances, things about Star Wars that you wonder about or maybe bother you and then we try to think through different ways to think about them or maybe there's a canon answer and the whole goal is to just try to feel better about parts of star wars that bother us let the light side in let the light side in. yeah it's calling to you yeah oh, i was waiting to see if darina was gonna say I'm like i'm all rejecting right, it you. already all right how do you feel about this darina so you have a stage persona of Wait, being we're talking snarky. about feelings yeah i'm gonna talk I don't about have feelings
7: any. Sits don't have feelings, Joseph.
4: Yeah. <laughs> your death sticks have <laughs> killed yes, your feelings. Exactly. All right. How do you feel about joining us for this? Do you, do you feel like you can make fe- people feel better?
7: I Let's try. Okay.
4: All right. Uh, our first question comes from Nathan. Uh, does Nathan want to identify uh, which Nathan? There, right. There's Nathan. Hello, that. Nathan. Go to
3: uh, Cardinals, jersey. and spe- he speculates responsibly, Joseph. Yeah. He's oh, good. that's great.
4: That's great. Nathan says, At the end of Last Jedi, the entire Resistance is in the Falcon, the ship it took Han 0.02 parsecs to find. Shouldn't they all be screwed? Question mark, question mark, (laughs) question mark. This is a great little, like, logic thing, because uh, in The Force Awakens, I believe this is what Nathan is referring to, is that uh, the Uravana is, like, constantly scanning Mm -hmm. for the Falcon. So Mm -hmm. is there anyone else out there just like, Hey, yeah, I can do that. I'll just constantly scan for the Falcon. (laughs) And Kill the good guys,
3: and, and they're very aware of the ship, right? Yeah, the last uh, first order. So yeah, so how how are you feeling about that? Uh, I think it's a great question. I, I immediately go to Han walking into Maz's castle. Kind of, I forget exact the exact quote. I, I, I as you know, if you watch the down really bad at quotes. Um, but he kind of says like, you know, your tracking signature was on, or like we it was Chewie and I found found you easily. So I think you know maybe they're just an off switch that they found after that and turned it off, uh, but the ship is very well known, so they should be concerned. Yeah, yeah, absolutely.
4: Doreena, do you have any thoughts about uh, why other people aren't detecting the Falcon?
7: I mean, I don't know. If I was one of those... If if I was like inside the falcon i would just do the thing where like they hit it you know to make it work
5: yeah right. so
7: so i feel like that if that's the logic that they use in star wars then anything goes <laughs> <laughs> really so
4: the falcon is narrative powered is correct. what you're saying yes exactly mm-hmm, yes mm-hmm. i think that's good yeah uh i like that like
7: vhs tape or like or like the nintendo blowing t- on the, the, the cartridge yeah. yeah exactly it's <laughs> that, if, 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 i mean if that works and it does work for, yeah. like, the old people and us, that that did work. Yeah, they know.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think it's not going too far to say that there might actually be a cartridge system in the Falcon
5: Exactly.
4: that Han installed so that if anybody ever st- steals it from him, yeah. which happened, that he can find it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then when he did get it back, he realized, okay, well, other people might pick up on the signal, and he took the cartridge out, and he blew on it, which turns it off. Right, right right, 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 right. Blew on the cartridge, put it back in.
7: Also, the Empire's not that smart. Because if you think about it, I mean, first of all, there's, what, like, three Death Stars, right? So they keep doing the same stupid plan, right? And then (laughs) Stormtrooper's horrible at targets.
3: First Order's getting better. First Order's got a really good record
4: on tracking things. They're they're doing pretty well with that. Uh,
5: Yeah,
7: yeah, but I like the idea that
4: uh, uh, whatever would have allowed that is that something that Han was like, Oh, yeah, I'll take care of that right away, right now. Or maybe it will be the plot of Episode Nine. Yeah. You might have discovered it Ooh. right but, but here. I, I
3: like that. Seriously, I like that. When you break it down to Han is home, Han is like, Do you not, do you, you didn't know your like find me button was on? Like, let me get that. That's part of Han coming back. Yeah, yeah like
4: the, the, the Falcon's yeah. like in Apple Phone. Like <laughs> the, 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 the find got my your, Falcon feature.
3: Got your phone. <laughs> turn it off yeah yeah
4: okay. I, I like that a lot and i like the idea that yeah maybe other people could track it but han and Chewie were doing something special because like not only going around the galaxy uh you know doing our business smuggling but we want to find our damn ship <laughs> and like every <laughs> sensor on that big Dun ugly dü, ship Dun of theirs is just looking for the falcon yeah uh did, did that make you feel a uh, better nathan we're good. excellent we're, we're good like a round of applause Ay. for nathan
3: we're good we're good like that. thank you nathan love that hat nathan
4: it's a good one. We're going to move to a different one. Uh, this one is from David. Uh, is David, here? hello, David. Uh, I asked David for a grievance, and he said none! Exclamation
3: point. <laughs> oh, that's that, David. That's oh. oh, yay! Good job, David. Thanks for playing, from David. Canon So there's there's
7: nothing that you don't like about Star Wars.
5: <laughs>
7: the,
4: the whole point is to make people feel positive, and Dreena's like, you "Let you me sure? rip open your wounds." <laughs> It's like, talk to me
7: after. No, I'm
4: kidding. Uh, uh, The next one we're going to do is from another. This is from David T. There's our David. That's the David. Okay. David with the awesome young Han Solo jacket. Okay. David asks, did Dexter Jetster still keep in touch with Obi-Wan after his relocation to Tatooine? (laughs) Not only a great question, but so uh, sensitively and touchingly written, his relocation. Yeah. (laughs) Like like Obi-Wan was just like, Prices are getting a little high on Coruscant. <laughs> I need to go somewhere where real estate's more manageable. I'll relocate to Tatooine.
3: Yeah, I I love Dexter Jettster. I know, and I think I think Alex Backus from Black Rebels is downstairs. He hates Dexter Jettster, but I love Dexter um, because of the the real life relationship and that Obi Wan and would would go hang out at a diner every day and uh, and uh, you know find a friend. So I think. Obi-Wan probably didn't talk to anybody, but at one point sent out, like, a coded message to Dexter. It was like, in Tatooine, stuck here, good bars? <laughs> like, question mark? Like, oh, let me tell you about Shaman's Cantina. They okay. got
7: the best death sticks in town.
3: Yeah. <laughs> uh, how do you feel? Well, I'll
7: just
4: ask you how you feel about Dexter Jetster.
3: Uh, He's all right. He's got a sweet mustache of all Star Wars mustaches. Yeah, his
4: mustache is so powerful; it make his pants fall down somehow. It's amazing. Um, I mean,
7: I like where he works. Like it's that's that place is pretty cool. Texas Diner. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, if I was you know Ben, if I was old Ben, I'd be like, I might go visit just the location, right? Yeah, you
4: might risk going into Coruscant into the heart of the Empire to go to (laughs) Texas Diner.
7: (laughs) Totally, just to see Dexter. No, probably not. Yeah.
4: Do you no. feel like there was any? No,
7: I would just stay in Tatooine because yeah, yeah, I want to hide from people. I okay. get that's why Obi Wan and I are like this because he doesn't like people, so he just hides. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
4: so, do you think uh, Dexter would reach out to Obi Wan?
7: Um, I mean, I wouldn't. I feel like <laughs> because here's the thing: like, <laughs> like I feel like most people that live on Coruscant may not be huge fans of the Jedi in general, right? Because like, you might like that the fact that they're protecting the universe but they're kind of dicks too right like they're like That's very yeah. self important dicks so if i'm dexter i'm like oh here's another jedi coming in i got to act like you know like they're a celebrity or whatever right they so.
3: don't know what the, they don't know the difference between darts and everything
7: yeah. i'm sorry that hug
4: that dexter offered obi-wan was sincere
7: well yeah cuz obi-wan's the cool jedi yeah, but how is. many jedis are cool other than like A couple.
4: (laughs) That's a much longer conversation. Just saying. We'll have you back for an entire episode of Force (laughs) Center. Which Jedi are cool?
3: (laughs) Yarl Poof walks in and Dexter's like, You get out, Yarl!
4: (laughs) (laughs) You know what you did! He's got a bunch of wind chimes hanging, so Yarl Poof's head hits him. (laughs) WA7's like,
3: (laughs) Yarl's here!
5: (laughs)
4: I don't, don't give a damn, <laughs> says Dexter. Uh, so, yeah, I like this idea. The The way that David phrased it is mm-hmm. not whether Obi-Wan would risk his vital mission of right. protecting Luke Skywalker to go to Coruscant <laughs> yeah. for some Jawa juice, but rather the other way around, if Dexter would try to keep in touch with Obi-Wan. And I, just in my own headcanon, I love the idea because Dexter Jester clearly knows what's going on. Like, he knows more. He's, he's got street smarts, right? And all of Coruscant is made of streets, so he's very smart. Uh, so I think that he would figure out, well, uh, yeah, the Empire can't find Obi-Wan, but Obi's told me stories about all the places he's been, all the things he's done. Where would he go? What would he be up to? Right. I noticed that Padme woman was pregnant, and I'm pretty sure she was hooking up with <laughs> Anakin. What happened to Anakin? I think Dexter is smart enough to yeah. figure out the plot of Star
3: Wars. Yeah.
4: <laughs> And I think that he would come and he would visit Obi Wan. And I think that is eventually going to be a canon story of Luke's (laughs) going to find a journal from Obi Wan, and it's just like my dinner with Dexter, Dexter. (laughs) where Dexter comes to visit Obi Wan. Holy crap, Joseph! I
7: think you just solved the thing that Dexter is actually Snoke.
4: (laughs) That's it. That's it. He's been put on a rack and stretched out. Yeah. Yeah. David, does that make you feel better? Yay. Yay! Round of applause for David! Uh, Darina, this grievance is it's a little bit different because it's not really internal to the world of Star Wars, but something that the creators said about Star Wars, which we can apply to the world. Uh, this comes from Crystal. Uh, it's, it's Crystal? Hello, Crystal. Crystal's there. Crystal says, why are there no bras in space?
7: Why are you asking me and not Ken? <laughs> what? <Come on. laughs> Wait a minute.
3: Wait a minute. I've been. I've increased my push-ups to eleven. <laughs> eleven.
4: <laughs> now, no, I'm, I'm gonna just cry saying, when he I walk might, the show. So you mean. guys
7: might use them too. There's nothing wrong with Absolutely. it. Absolutely, and, yeah. and
4: there was nothing that says <laughs> <laughs> why are there no lady bras in space? This is just bras in general. That's true. true.
3: That's No underpants around the galaxy at all. Yeah. Well, yeah. Chris- clearly Dexter didn't have any.
7: <laughs> I mean, Crystal. I think the answer is that George Lucas was a horny teenager. That's but I mean, there's not there's anything wrong with that, right? Yeah. Because I get it. I mean, you know, if I was the director of Star Wars, I would be having all the dudes wear, you know, uh, what those, like, tear-out pants, you know, like with the Velcro. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah. I think that's the reason, though. Yeah. Why,
4: why do my pants fly off when I bend yeah. over? Yeah. That's just the way it is in space.
7: Yeah.
4: <laughs> you can't travel. I mean, you, you, your pants got to rip off suddenly <laughs> at all times. Ken, do you have any thoughts on why there are no bras in space, and/or do you just want to say something mean back to Tereus? <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, no, it's not. That's not the Jedi way over here. This corner. I am a Jedi, like my childhood friend me before me. Um, what last what are you gonna call me? Make. Yeah. Uh,
7: should I call you my little green friend?
3: Yes. Um, I, I, I actually think there's some truth to just George not thinking about it. But then we know that there's costumes and all those kind of things, and and Carrie Fisher would. Famously say, "There's no bras in space, just gaffers tape." Uh, I, I, I would like to think that in story, that there's something much like uh, the Fulman Matrix in *Last Jedi* creates its own gravity pool, and that's why the minds, the, the the magnetic minds from uh, fall down, the bombs fall down to the ship. I think there's just something at work we don't understand. There is, I think, gravity pool for gravity, yes. There's just every everything, uh, you know, men included. is, yeah. is just. Well, so also, it's just holding, held in place. Instead it's, of
7: the force push, there's a force push-up.
3: That's what I'm thinking! Yeah. Well, that's why I'm... Yes!
4: Leia has been using the force yep. the entire time. Yeah, yeah, he didn't yeah that's
3: it. right. Yeah, You thought The Last Jedi was the first time she used the force? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. Crystal,
4: do you enjoy this answer? Yes. 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 Excellent. Round of applause for Crystal. A very fun question. <laughs> And here is our final grievance for the episode. Uh, Brendan, where's Brendan? Hello, Brendan. Hello, Brendan. Uh, Brendan says, uh, General Grievous is holding copies of Obi-Wan and Anakin's lightsabers in episode three. Help me. Help me. All right, so uh, do do people uh, generally know this uh, reference? Uh, Yeah, so Grievous is like, look at my collection of lightsabers. He's already got the lightsabers that he says he's going to collect. Uh, So, Ken, do you have a thought on that?
3: Look, I drive a champagne beige 2004 Camry. <laughs> At any given time, I can see 11 of them on the freeway with me. I think they're maybe Anakin and Obi-Wan's lightsaber hilts aren't as cool as we thought. That they're just kind of run-of-the-mill issued. Anakin keeps losing the damn things. <laughs> so they're like, "You're not getting some special curved blade. You're getting you're getting this and that it's just some kind of normal model."
4: Drina, do you have a thought on that?
7: Um no, Brendan, you should be pissed.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Again, we're trying to let the light side in. <laughs> trying to let the light side in. No,
7: I mean, maybe he, maybe he's also using the force, right? Maybe he doesn't you know because you know he does like the, all the acrobatic stuff with his arms. Mm-hmm. So, like, maybe he's just like you know messing around with the camera, and it's like, if you, the prequels are good or whatever, yeah. You
4: are saying. <laughs> You are saying that General Grievous does close up magic tricks.
7: Yes. (laughs) And he's like, Did you think
4: you had your lightsabers? I have your
3: lightsabers. (laughs) So suave. I like that answer. It's like
7: every time he coughs, there's a lightsaber that falls off. Yeah. Yeah.
3: General Grievous has a Pez dispenser. I like the
4: idea that Grievous is so insecure that he went out and he had copies made of Obi-Wan and Anakin's. So then he encounters other Jedi. He's like, look who I beat. And like, just tries to pull one on him.
3: There's one for everyone. <laughs> He's There's pre-made one. them. Agent yeah. Kohler's like, dang! <laughs> Sauce 18, all of them.
4: <laughs> all of them, yeah, yeah. D- does that make you feel a bit better,
3: Brendan? A little better. Excellent. Cool. A round of applause for Brendan. Yeah. <laughs>
4: And like I said, this is a great pile. So many wonderful uh, grievances, and we'll get to addressing more on future shows. Yeah,
3: we'll take that sack home. You never know when it might show up.
4: Yeah, so uh, we are going to move into our final segment for the evening. It is something that's just a little bit different uh, here for the live show, and it is a fun quiz. Now, uh, Ken and I have participated in the uh, the Schmodown Star Wars trivia contest. Yeah, uh, and that's that's serious trivia. Brilliant. This is fun comedy trivia. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Drina, yes. do you feel ready to compete?
7: No, but l- shoot.
4: Excellent, Ken. Do you feel ready to compete? Absolutely. Ooh, all right. Silent confidence from Ken Knapsack. Excellent. You, got, first
7: you got your force bra. Uh,
5: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I am holding all sorts of things up with the Force right now. Straining
3: so much. It gets harder after 42.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That's the last time you'll ever fall down. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to ask you some questions. I would like you to buzz in by making a Star Wars noise with your mouth. Okay. First question is, do you think... Darth Vader has a welcome mat at his castle on Mustafar, and if so, what does it say? Ow! <laughs> All right Ken. I think I know from your body motion that that was a porg. Ah! Ah! And not that a part of your body dropped. <laughs>
3: we'll see after the show.
4: <laughs> All right, what is your answer?
3: Yes, he has a a mat on the floor and it says turn around.
4: <laughs> Does it say bright eyes? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> turn around,
4: turn around. Oh.
7: To- totally clips up with that two sons.
4: <laughs> bright eyes, nice. Drina, nice. Do, you, do you have an
7: answer? Uh, I am one with the sadness, and the sadness is one with
3: me. Not oh. your high school quote. God, God what would Darth Vader say?
4: <laughs> Ken gets 10 points, and because that was so dark and negative, Darina gets negative 50 points. Yes. It was so brutal. All right, next question. Uh, From the book, The Jedi Master's Quiz Book, written by Rusty Miller in 1982, that's where this question comes from, what happened to Luke Skywalker's land speeder right after he parked it in front of the cantina? If you have an answer, buzz in with a Star Wars noise. (coughs) Ah! Ah! A different Star Wars noise.
7: Wait, read the question. Different again. Star Wars noise? <laughs> the, the, oh there all right.
3: are other ones. All right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, there we go. There we go. Nice. Uh, the Tatooine police came down, and put six parking violations on it, and it was eventually blowed up. blowed up. Blown up. <laughs> to which Luke would have responded Oh, come on.
4: <laughs> nice, Darina, uh You must buzz in oh, if you want uh, to share an answer. <laughs> great! Was that a lightsaber or a speeder? Both. Okay. It Amazing was a lightsaber.
7: It was a lightspeeder holding a light lightsaber. Yeah. <laughs> All
4: right. What is your answer?
7: Um, I mean, I would like to think it's a. Re- I, it's actually one of my favorite vehicles. I love the lightspeeder. It's like my favorite. Lightspeeder. speeder Sorry, uh, but I. Uh, it's where they torture the droids because I messed up like that. They in Jabba's Palace. Okay. Yeah. That's All right, where it so ended up. And then they just tortured it. Yeah. <laughs> they tortured
3: the land spear. Yeah.
7: They turned it into a Ev- droid.
3: EV-99 was like, oh, good. So yeah. dark. Yeah. We've been wanting to torture a land spear. <laughs> <laughs> we want to tar- torture larger mechanical yeah. objects. <laughs> a Gamorrean guard comes out like Walter subject. <laughs> Do not at a stranger <laughs> in the ass just hitting.
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... This is the actual answer that uh, Rusty Miller, who I believe was 12 when he wrote this book, wrote. A jawa scurried up and began fondling it. Yeah, that's,
3: that's true. <laughs> that is the
4: actual answer. <laughs> he, tw- <laughs> he
3: wrote that at 12.
4: Uh, that's a really good answer. But can you get 20 points. And Dorina, you get uh, plus 50 points. Back to that. Bringing you sweet. up to zero. No. Uh, yes. All right, next up. This is also from Rusty Miller's book. Who is referred to within A New Hope in Empire Strikes Back as a type of flower? Buzz in if you believe you have an answer.
3: That guy's wise.
5: <laughs>
4: <laughs> I love that those noises were together, so it sounded like you guys were making some sort of sick beat. Uh, but what, what was your noise, Drina?
7: Oh, I was trying to do Chewy. I'm just really bad at it. No, that was good. Yeah. Can you do it again? Oh. <laughs> it's, it's like Drunk Chewy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all
4: right. Uh, what do you believe the the answer is? Jen Er... In A New Hope in Empire Strikes Back. Oh, Max.
7: shit. I thought you just meant a character.
4: No, this was written by Rusty Miller Damn in
7: 1982. It. Okay. See, I am Drunk Chewy right now. Um, so it's not just all the movies. It's specifically those. That's mm. the original trilogy. Mm.
4: Yeah, it's the two that I've listed twice clearly.
7: <laughs> I didn't think... I was supposed to be attention when when You guys invited me <laughs> to be on this podcast, Joseph. Um, You're doing great. Um, I would say a Jawa.
4: Okay, is that just because a Jawa was in the previous answer?
7: No, I didn't know. No, because I love Jawas. Okay, yeah.
4: You think you you find a Jawa to be flower-like?
7: Yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah, it's got it looks like a uh, the shy guy from Nintendo.
4: Oh yes. Yeah, it's that got the a...
7: little like face, the round face, and then the hood. Yeah, it looks like a flower. That's great. Yeah. All right,
4: can uh, you you buzzed in with a uh, with yeah.
3: a deck guys wise? I yeah, my actually should have been my top favorite uh, background quote. Um, I I don't have a joke answer. I have the answer, and it's three PO goldenrod. Oh, nice. that's the answer. Nice. I don't Very have a well funny done. one. Uh,
4: that's great. Cap- I want to win. <laughs> well, too bad. I'm going to give you a hundred points for the correct answer. So you're just gonna have to get higher and higher. You're up to one thirty and uh mm. and I, for your shy guy, I'll give you another fifty. So you're up to actual fifty, Drina. Uh all right. This is also from Rusty Miller's book. Who did he dedicate the book to?
7: Houdini! <laughs> <laughs> uh
4: the the flower creature, yes, the Jawa noise. Uh what is your answer?
7: Um George Lucas. <laughs>
4: <laughs> That's a really good guess, uh, Ken. Would you like to buzz in? Uh, um, yeah. Uh. <laughs> Pretty good. Um, <laughs> Podracer or Dexter having <laughs> abdominal issues? We don't
3: know. We don't know. We uh, know. We don't know. Um, I, I have, you've given me my latest copy. In my course of my life, I've owned three copies of this book. <laughs> With Rusty has a great school picture in the back. He's like redheaded 12-year-old like, I wrote a Star Wars book. Um, which also was going to be on the back cover of my Star Wars book. Just me going, a 12-year-old. I think it was his cat or something.
4: That is, that is very close to the truth. It is to my mom and dad and my dogs. Frodo, Barney, and Putty. <laughs>
3: <laughs> the, the forgotten dwarf who helped the fellowship. <laughs> it is it's so funny to me. Putty. Funnier than any uh, fake answer could be. G- Gimli's like, Adam, you have my axe. And Putty's like, and my utensils for dinner. Like, what is And here, just take Barney. He's a
4: dog. I, I don't know, whatever. Uh, so I'm giving you both uh, 20 points. So, Perfect. Ken, uh, you're up to 150 points. Dorina, okay. you are at 70 points. But we are going to move on to the second and final part of our quiz. I want to recount. Okay. okay. I'm still correct. Uh, <laughs> we're going to move on to the final part of our quiz, which is lose it all. Now, uh, mm-hmm. you guys did jokey answers. The entire goal here is to have the most incorrect answer and lose all the points that you have gained so far. So Ken, you have farther to go at 150, Drina, you're at 70. Okay. So the first question, get ready to buzz in with your Star Wars noises, most incorrect answer, what is Han Solo's last name?
3: <laughs> 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 Uh, Ken, uh, your noise was better, but Ken buzzed in first. Uh, I started with the Death Star. I was trying to do the Uga. It was horrible. If um, I too many of these blue drinks. Um, uh, his uh, his uh, his 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 real last name is uh, is uh, Solitude. Whoa, <laughs> that that's that's correct. I mean, that's quite correct. But just emotionally. It's, it's the but that's the full yeah.
7: But that it's solo in Spanish means alone, so that makes sense.
3: I uh. I did take two years of Spanish there one and go. two uh, at a Royal Grande High School. <laughs> 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 and doing, and doing where All we. right.
4: Uh Dorina, do you have a more incorrect answer than Solitude? Oh
7: um Han solo um Star Killer. Solo <laughs> Starkiller. Yeah, is his
4: full last name. Yeah. Okay, that is very incorrect. So uh, you 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 lose uh, ten points. Yeah, so you're down I got to re- yeah,
3: I gotta remember to go farther and correct. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the genius of this game. You just be more wrong. Yeah. You're too
4: used to being right at trivia. Mm-hmm. Uh, next question: When Admiral Akbar says it's a trap, what is he referring to? Yippee! <laughs> Drina.
7: I just really wanted to make that noise.
4: (laughs) That's a pretty uh, incorrect answer to refuse to play the game. That's pretty good.
7: Um, What was he referring to? Yeah, what is the trap he's referring to? Um, Wait, am I supposed to answer correctly or no? Incorrect. Incorrect. The garbage chute animal. (laughs) The Dianoga. Yes.
4: Okay. Uh, Ken, do you have a more incorrect answer, and could you buzz in? What's the question again? (laughs) (laughs) When Admiral Ackbar says it's a trap, what is he referring to?
3: Come on, Annie, let's go play ball. Um, he is referring, he is referring to the the timeshare that was offered on Endor, <laughs> and he's like, "We've got to get out of here. It is a trap. You'll have to be paying on it for years." Uh, it feels incorrect that he would suddenly think of that during
4: the Battle of Endor. <laughs> like, I was swindled. Uh, all right. So, can you lose twenty points for that? Moving on. Uh, please buzz in to answer this question. What
3: sound does Chewbacca make? <laughs> nice. Well, hello there, Mr. Solo. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time coming. I was in this prison in Jabba's palace for a very long time. Luke has got some delusions of grandeur. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what his roar does not
4: sound like. That's a great uh, bad answer. Drina, do you have? An incorrect answer uh, for what Chewbacca sounds like.
7: It's-a me. <laughs> <laughs>
4: nice. Another That's 20 points great. lost. That's 110, Ken. 50 for Doreena. All right, Ken. You're, you're doing good, but you got to lose some I more points. lose more. Please fill in the blank of this famous quote. The rebellion is reborn today. The war is just beginning, and I will not be the last blank.
3: Piosa. <laughs> Ken. Uh, I will. I will not be the last one here to turn the lights out. <laughs> <laughs> is that uh, a reference to Young Guns too? That I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I? Best dollar eighty I ever spent. Yeah. No.
4: No. It's, it's, it's a
3: good, good thing in life to yeah, know.
4: It's yeah. It's. I like uh, the idea that maybe Grumpy Luke is maybe like uh, running like uh, yeah, a kids camp or something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These lights better be off when I come back, Dreena.
7: Um, do I have to make a noise? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there.
4: That is not a noise. That is a noun from Star Wars.
7: <laughs> but he does it. He says that. He literally shouts his own name.
4: All right, yeah. fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I'll let you slide on that one. Okay, but the next thank time you. I need a noise.
7: Okay, fine. Read it again so I can finish it. <laughs>
4: uh, the rebellion is reborn today. The war is just beginning, and I will not be the last. Tauntaun. <laughs> Alright, Dorina loses two points she's down to eight uh, and Ken's down to 118. Two questions left. What does Snoke wear? (laughs) 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 Can we both just do a tauntaun? I thought you both did like a Um, cartoon spring violently bouncing. (laughs) 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 I think it was a tauntaun in a cartoon (laughs) from 1938
7: seen as sexy tauntaun. I was trying to do the Empire droid. Oh, the probe droid? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
4: Yeah. all right. Scanner on the Okay. Uh, uh, Dreeny, we'll start with you. Uh, What do you think Snoke wears? Most incorrect answer.
7: Uh, Force push-up (laughs) bras.
3: Ken? Uh, I think he wears a three-piece leisure suit from 1972.
4: (laughs) (laughs) That is... Those are both very incorrect. Uh, Ken, you are down to 100 points, and Dorina, you are down to just one point. So, Ken, yes. you gotta gotta gotta, you got to really up. push through. This we'll is our big finale. You ready? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Please hum the famous main theme of Star Wars. <laughs> to lose extra points, add lyrics. Again, we're looking for an incorrect answer, the most incorrect version of the famous main theme of Star Wars. Uh. Who would like to be... She didn't buzz in, or is that your buzz in? Is that your buzz in? I'm going to count that as your buzz in. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So do you have. Uh, that was lo- it. Okay. Yeah. You, now you, you just have to add did. lyrics Not to anything I say. Add some lyrics to that to make it as incorrect as possible.
7: Um, my son Ben Solo's a jerk. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Not, uh, incorrect to Star Trek, but pretty correct to Star Wars. All
5: right. Ken,
3: take us home with a big, beautiful. Incorrect Star Wars main theme. It was played by Figurin Dan and the modal, modal nodes. We all heard it. It's dun 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 and rebels are gonna win here. Luke is coming from the desert. He's gonna blow up your Death Star. RR, here comes the rebels and the <laughs> Empire's going down. That's all I got. <laughs> and then Luke walks in and turns
4: the lights off <laughs> and says all right, I'm going to let the audience decide who lost the most points. Please applaud for who you feel lost the most points. Was it Dorina? Was it Ken? Woo! By a small woo, Ken has lost the most points. Yeah! I win it losing. Darina, thank you so much for being
3: such a wonderful guest absolutely thank you so
7: much for having me guys and Uh, thank you all for tolerating all of us
3: (laughs) (laughs) what a way to do it thank you so much give it up for Dorina one more time the live audience here so fun to have you guys um we are almost out of here it's been an absolute blast doing the show for not just you all here now but for those listening uh, listening and uh, Star Wars celebration reminds us we get to f- become face to face with the people that that make this all worthwhile. We have a lot of fun doing it. Joseph. Yeah,
4: absolutely, absolutely. Uh, and we got uh, we got some social media stuff we need to plug,
3: right? Plug on our way out of here if you guys want to uh, join the conversation as you all know back there you can use the hashtag Force Center. Uh, find us on Twitter Force Center Pod, our Facebook page is Force Center Podcast, website Pod. dot Net new merch is available like these nice shirts. The Speculate Responsibly and more coming at com slash user slash force center. Tweet us pics of your merch and we'll share them. If you see us at the uh, celebration uh, convention, tweet out those pics as well. Podcast is available on Podomatic, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and TuneIn. And Joseph, YouTube, we, we got that YouTube thing going and we have our favorite thing we do is the animated databank brawl thing that we still want people to check out that haven't and that is done by Mr. Brian Ward here's in attendance yeah. right now it is just one of our favorite things Brian thank you so uh, beautiful and over on jo- uh, Joseph over on Patreon is where we're building to, to some goals
4: that's right uh, you can go visit patreon.com slash center we have a bunch of new tiers and new goals and all that support really helps us keep doing things like this like we probably couldn't have done this without uh, the support no. from Patreon so thanks to everybody who does that go check it out if you are interested
3: Absolutely. We got our own stuff there. Where can they follow you, Darina?
7: Um, at Evil Darina on Twitter and Instagram, not Facebook.
3: Absolutely. <laughs> uh, Joseph?
4: Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram. is at Joseph Scrimshaw. And you can check out my website, josephscrimshaw.com, for all sorts of comedy shows, comedy albums, all sorts of stuff like that.
3: Absolutely. Follow me at Ken Napsack. Go to KenNapsack.com. Get information to pre-order my book, which comes out May 15th, uh, Why We Love Star Wars. <laughs> Joseph, that has been our show here. Force Center live just outside Star Wars Celebration. That's
4: right. And as you go out into the night with Star Wars in your heart, remember the great words Come on!
5: Thank you very Bye. much. Good night.